What's good, y'all? It's your girl, The Chronicles of She here with a brand new interview called Let's Talk About Lady NYC. And it's all here right now on The Chronicles of She Network. Mwah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Is it up? It's up. Put it up. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's good, girl? What's good, girl? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? 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 I don't know. Well, I can you. Oh, okay. Now I can hear you. Okay, cool. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's well, up? Hey, glad to be here. Glad to have you. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. Well, how has your day been going? It's been going good. Taking in some relaxation today. Mm, I hear you. Whew. And I know you be getting ready for Thanksgiving. Yes, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All y'all know, Thanksgiving is the day we pack on the pounds, so y'all better get ready. I know, that's why I ain't been eating so much. <laughs> I'm waiting <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Once Thanksgiving hit, after that, I'm going back on my diet. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, I'm probably, I'm going to be tearing up the freaking um, table. At I hear you. I know I am, too. Lady, I'm going to see you no more. Okay. Well, I'm glad to have you on, and I'm really excited to talk about your music. Um, so first, first question: Tell me about your story. What was your defining moment that made you Lady NYC? Well, I've always been Lady since I was younger. You know what I mean? Like I've been Lady Mystique, Lady Mystic. So when I left my hometown and I moved, I decided to call myself Lady NYC because I wanted to bring, always have where I came from with me. So I became Lady NYC. And I want to let the future generations know that they should be considered and referred to as ladies, nothing less. Hello? What happened? Hello? Hello? Sorry, y'all. We back. We're having a few technical difficulties, but we're back in the building. Hey, girl. Hey. So you want the generation now to refer to themselves as ladies. Please explain that. Like, I don't want them to be considered nothing. Don't have nobody refer to you less than a lady. Mm. You're a lady and you should be referred to as such. I like not that. A bitch, I like that a lot. Not none of that. Mm-hmm. You're a lady. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, when you came up with the name Lady NYC, did you know that you wanted to spell it L A Y D E E? Or That's how just... I always spelled it. That's how I always spelled it since I was younger. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Mm. And mm. if you could describe your artistry in three words, what would they be and why? I would say unique, lyrical, and versatile. Because I mm-hmm. can rap anything. Mm. And which one of those words do you think you would identify with the most? Lyrical. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, who is who is a rapper that you look up to, male or female? I look up to both. Mm-hmm. Like I've listened to I've listened to Snoop, I've listened to Dr. Dre, I've listened to Eminem, I've listened to Jay-Z. I've listened to Little Kim. I've listened to Queen Latifah. I've listened to um, Mickey Minaj, Cardi B. I listen to a lot of people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nice. 
Hmm. Now I gotta get you on the topic of Lil Kim. Hmm. What do you like about Kim the most? Her style. Her style and her creativity with her music. Hmm. I like that too. Um, you have a favorite song by her? Huh? You have a favorite song by her? A favorite song? I my real favorite song now is the the what was that song? The black and yellow song that she made? That she came when she came for um Nikki. Oh, you mean um think what was oh what was the name of that song? Because I was Black to Friday. It it's called Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was hot. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was hot. Mm-hmm. When she came, it's like she came back and it was like she never left. That shit. I, that was my shit. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. hold mm-hmm. I, I was saying that one day somebody was like, damn, I really thought you was a rapper. And I was like, oh nah, I just really like this song. It was like, oh, I could tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm. Um, what do you think is the hardest thing about being a female in the rap industry? The hardest thing about being a female in the rap industry is we got it the hardest. Everybody criticizes us about everything, like down to how you saying your rhyme, how you holding yourself, and the way you look and stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of people, when they found out I was rapping and stuff, they like, oh, you don't even look like the type that will rap you always quiet you always humble you know what i mean but yeah there's stuff that i do got to get off my chest and i've i just kept it in the closet for too long you know what i mean mm. i was waiting for my bro to come back home for me to do the music stuff because i stopped when he went to jail but i'm now i'm like at this point where i'm like fuck it i might as well just let it out the bag especially because i have somebody that was close to me that was going to throw in the towel so i'm like nah we're not doing that we're gonna get to the shit so Dang. It's been a journey, lady's journey ever since. Wow. Mm. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to put it, I'm gonna have to put it out there. Yes, women have it the hardest in the music industry, and just like you said. And what what you just said about like how you look, like seriously, there should not have to be a look to a female in in rap. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, well, what is rap supposed to look like when a female is doing it? Exactly. And um, I understand where a lot of people is like, oh, but the, all, y'all, all y'all doing is talking about y'all coochies, y'all breasts, or how big your butt is, or how you screwing a nigga. I mean, there's certain females that actually do go out there and rap about different shit, but y'all don't really fucking sit there and listen to them or don't fucking talk about it. So what's the point? If, they, if sex sells, that's what they're going to sell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what, what but the, there's only certain people mm-hmm. that listen to lyrical rappers. I had somebody tell me, well, nobody listens to lyrical rappers no more. Okay, granted. But if you can't lyrically make, if your song that makes no sense, then there is no way, like, the, just the generation is going to get dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, each his own. If that's the route you want to go, then that's the route you want to go. I'm going to stay lyrically nice and know exactly what I'm talking about in my music when I'm saying my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make it sound tight. I'm going to make the whole thing pop. My performance, my delivery is going to be crazy. So, it don't even matter. We in two different planes. Mm-hmm. And then there's the double standard. Like, with, mm-hmm. all, with all the big wigs out here saying, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. And some artists don't realize, like, well, we're not getting to where we are because they're putting this idea over, like, what is lyrically, what is what makes them the artists that they are. But if yeah, they don't but do at it the that same way, token, they don't get they the recognition. To... Yeah, that's true. But at the same token, if your fans want to hear a certain thing, like, because you're gonna, you got a certain amount of followers, you know what I mean? And yeah. when you start growing, they're gonna start requesting, oh, I want to hear like this type of genre of music from you. I want to hear something like this from you. You know what I mean? Like this is, if you made a song about this or you made a song about that, you know what I mean? They'll want to hear a song like that and request it from you. Now it's up to you if you really take the time out to actually listen to your fans too and just see what the people want to hear. What's trending right now that the people want to hear? You know what I mean? Right. Not everybody want to hear all this rah, rah, loud, crazy shit. Some people want to hear some real nice gangster shit without fucking screaming in the mic like you, you're using your last breath. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, not everybody out here wants to be Kodak Black. Right? Mm-hmm. Half the time, don't even know what that fool's talking about. Just like six nines, like, 
<laughs> Seriously. Snitching ass. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got no. I'm not. I'm just like staring away from that topic. Like, yeah, that's yeah, I'm staring away from that topic too because really, he just becoming a memory right now. <laughs> it's just he about to start some whole other shit. He about to be done for basically. He built his own fucking grave. He dug it up, put the box in it, and everything. Mm-hmm, that's for sure, right ass. Okay. <laughs> I love your songs. I'm so Harlem and get murked. Um, the freestyle was that a freestyle or what was your intention inspiration behind it? Well, I well, well the I'm so Harlem is it was a freestyle. I that was a spin off the I'm so Brooklyn challenge. Mm. I just had to do a I'm so Harlem because that's where I'm from and I gotta rep with the fuck where I came from. Then the um get murked was a spin off of Ready for War. When I said that bar in my um verse, everybody went crazy. Like, yo, did you really just say that? So I just gave them what they wanted. They want, they love that get murk. So I made a song called Get Murk, mm. and they love that even more. I lo- I like that. Cause the first time when I heard Get Murked, I was like, I was so into it, and the words behind was like, dude, I want to know, like, what inspired her to make that and. Whew, so I got yeah, it was another song, so we was playing. I was in the studio playing around with it. So once I came out with it, and then I came out with the words, the, the lyrics and stuff, everybody was like, "Yo, you gotta lay that down. You gotta hurry up and drop that, and then you gotta go perform that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yes, it is definitely hot. Even Bodega and still ready. Now, still, still ready. ready that is a song that oh, I really feel like that should That's be in a movie, like for That's real. Still ready, part two, or ready for war. <laughs> still ready's ready. Still ready's part two from for ready for war. Oh, okay. So you got to listen to ready for war, and then you listen to still ready, mm, and and still ready. The world, ready for war. The wordplay goes crazy. Mm. What is one of the lessons you've had to learn being in the music industry? That you have to be very alert and stay humble and always read everything that you sign. If somebody mm-hmm. wants to work on a project with you, if you just go into a meeting or whatever and they got you signing paperwork, make sure you read every single thing, even the little fine blueprint and in between the lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is something that you want to bring back to hip hop that's no longer there? What I want to bring back to hip hop is the the real hip hop sound. Like they don't make love songs the way they used to make love songs. You know what I mean? They yes. don't make fun club going songs the way they used to back in the day. Like I right. just bring back the vibes from back in the day. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people say they do their dishes is just like that, but they just tweaked it a little to the point where it's the new day and age. Yeah, granted, but just just make sure, like, not keep it so much old, old school, but I'm an old school head, so I love music. So I, I have that's why my music is the way it is. I definitely agree with that. They don't make it. They don't make love songs like they used to. Now, some yeah, they do, do, but they don't get the recognition that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, we had like love songs, like um, like Mario and them, and then there mm-hmm. there was a, there was Ashanti. We had Lloyd. There yep. was hmm, who else? Hip hop, hip hop, the hip hop. Who was um? Who who? who was the, What's his name? What? The dude that sings, you're contagious, touch me, baby, him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big. That Big. song. Mm. Wow. That was old. Charlie, last name, Wilson. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That was some good song right there. And then there is Promise, Jagged Edge. Like, that was that was some Yeah, that, that was deep. We in the year of hip-hop, like, right? Yeah. Mm. 
today it's so it's so different from what we from what it was back in the day. Like that was the golden era. Today yep. we still got we still got the golden era is coming back out in music. Like people are doing more dedications to like how it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. But then there are there's sometimes that just kind of lack that passion like you know what i mean it's more of like people are out for fame than actually showing the passion behind music in the hip-hop in the hip-hop world and that yeah Mm -hmm. it's more about like money guns slapping bees and hip-hop always been about that i mean yeah hip-hop music always been about well sex money and violence sex money and violence and sex money murder but 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 mm-hmm. and the same token nowadays it's like a joke with like they did these artists take a, take it as a joke they say things and then they go it's they go behind it and do some other dumb shit you know what i mean <laughs> like why would you destroy your career doing that dumb shit just mm-hmm. say what you learned in life and, and interpret it in a song and let that song if I may be a say lesson for something if i may say something it's because before it was we did the crimes and then we rapped about it. Now it's wannabes, gangsters and stuff, rapping about it. And then when they actually get the money about to do it, they decide to do it now because they feel like they got the money and they could do whatever they want. Yes. Mm. Well, what they forget at the end of the day is it don't matter how famous you are, you can still get thrown behind bars. Yeah, you then, once that happens, it ain't no joke no more. Exactly. You so ain't no Suge Knight. Suge Knight been in jail fifteen times, and this time he ain't getting out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though Ray J rooting for him and trying, he think he gonna get him out. Oh gosh. But I'm just saying, like sometimes, yeah, shit happens. You do shit, and then there's consequences behind certain shit. But other than mm-hmm. other than that. If you changing your life and you going for that rap career and stuff, and once you start making the money off of what you're speaking, don't go back and do some dumb shit that's going to fuck your life up and end your career. Then then cry your shit or could have would later. Like, damn, I should have did this. Damn, I should have did that. You just, once you in that limelight, once you in that foot in the door, just keep going. Keep going until you get your bank where it need to be. All contracts is paid off to where you got your own label. And then have other people on the yell label so you constantly making that money. Mm-hmm. Yes. For those of you who are listening to this right now, listen to this woman. Because her advice will save your damn life. And if you are that assigned... Ass. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying dead ass because, I mean, there's other... There's finer things to life. Everybody can live a nice, fine, happy life. You don't have to be rich to live a happy life. I'm the living testament to that you don't have to be rich and famous to live your best life and have a house and have cars and actually be able to go places and travel and see things you can actually do that shit on your own all you gotta do is work for it but you if you don't want to get up and work for it you're not going to get anywhere and nothing's going to get handed to you not everybody's Mm -hmm. born with a silver spoon in their mouth Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. and that's that's the that's the general that's this generation's problem right then and there Y'all need to stop thinking that everything is going to be handed to you. If there's no work behind it, then, but if you do get it handed to you, it's just, it's just, it's just for show. Like, you really didn't put nothing in behind this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. I, I, I got to press that to people a lot, man. Because it's true. And for those mm-hmm. who get stuff handed to them, you're not really going to know anything like the value of hard work. Because yep. people have had to struggle to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. And it ain't easy, but it's worth nope. it. The life is full of struggles and sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And that's the, what, all you got to do until you get where you want to be. Exactly. What sets you apart from the rest of the females in your genre? My lyrical chemistry and creativity that I have for music. Because, you know, Music for me is life, and I don't sell sex so much in my music. I'm on a different platform, and yeah, mm-hmm. I make music about violence and stuff, but I look at it as a form of self-defense. So mm. everybody has their own opinion and view on how they look at things. That's my view on what I look at, on, cool. about my work. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, if you had to name a song that you related to the most when you were working on them, which one would it be? Still ready. Mm. Would you elaborate on that a little bit? Because still ready still ready was one of my I felt like it took over everything like it was uh, it was a lot of stuff I was going through and I was just like you know what I'm gonna make this song and I'm taking over the game that's it mm-hmm. and when I made the song it was like I was letting people know I'm not I'm not done I didn't stop I'm not going anywhere I'm still ready for everything and I'm still doing this. Ain't nothing I'm gonna a, stop. I'm an outsider. This G style stitch on the um on the mic. Um, I'm an outsider looking in, but I'm also an insider on this whole project and this whole thing that's going on. And sometimes I don't know if she remembers, but it was a certain thing that was going on because this is real life. This is yeah. real life shit for us. So it was mm-hmm. a certain thing going on. We had like frenemies. Why I say frenemies is because it's people that dead ass act like they're in your corner and like they fuck with you, you, but but they they sneak this in. They sneak this in and they always, you know what I mean, trying to downplay what you're doing. And there was, they they knew about others that we knew about that are in the same um, field as us with this music. And we basically seen some sneak dissing going on. You know what I mean? Snake dissing, um, sneak dissing and following. Like and what I say by following is when they see ladies doing something, they wanna do something similar to what she's doing. Oh, or they wanna yeah. say something similar to what she's to or to what she said. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they, I do. Yeah, they'll try to they'll try to um remix like a title or something to their own saying but you could tell it came from the idea of what she's already doing so people were like you just you know people was like slick hating on her movement and all that and that's when she was like you know we gotta um i gotta write a record you know what I mean? Let these let them know that I'm not playing around. Like I don't care if you think you're gonna come up and do this and do that. Like I'm still ready for whatever it is for any competition. That's I'm with all the smoke. That was yeah. I was because I was there when I'm all making the up to still ready and stuff. And um, mm. that's basically what it was about. It was she was trying to let the push the message because I am the leader of the project, ladies first. Um, that she's still ready with all the antics, whatever it is that's gonna come our way for this music. She's still ready, and then if it come in the bars, she's definitely still ready. I think that message was clearly put out there mm-hmm. because um, hashtag get Merc was everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite. I'm the biggest promoter she has. I'm the one that promotes everything for her. And stuff, and gets it to where it need to be. I'm the one that's trying to reach out to all and get her numbers up. And um, I pay attention a little bit more to what the people actually like from her than she probably do. She just do what she do. She just work and put it out. I pay attention to all the little details of of it after. You know what I mean? And so I think still ready was actually a very great message to the people of her letting them know, like, she does this. Like, people yeah. don't know the real lady. She's a good woman. She's a nice lady. But I know the real lady. Like, that's not a temper you want to really deal with. <laughs> that's not a temper you really want to deal with. You know what I mean? She's a Gemini. So it's like, she got the best of, best of both sides. You dig what I'm saying? Like, She's ready for this. And Don't bring the demon She was ready for this in the beginning, play. like Ready for War said. But if you ever get it, excuse my language, fucked up, she's trying to let you know she's still ready. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn. Oh, you explain yeah. that to a T right there. Yes. <laughs> mm. Hit every nail on the head. Yep. Mm. 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 
I like that. I like that a lot, yeah. Because in this game, yeah, everybody is going to be at your throat, and not everybody is your friend, especially yep. the people who be sneak dissing. Yeah, you got to watch out. Man, mm-hmm. people get intimidated from lady. Like, yeah. one minute it's like, oh, she's nice. She's good. That was she make music. And then, then it's like they second guessing it. Like, oh, I already know. You most likely going to second guess it because you're going to be like, well, is her voice going to overpower my voice? That's one thing about lady. Her voice is powerful. Yes, it is. Her voice yes, it is. Powerful voice. Just the sound of her voice. It's not like, it's not like, I can't say it's like you're listening to a man, but her voice is um it's a strong voice. It's a strong voice. It's like something that needs to be heard. Like when you hear her, her voice is already saying that I need to be heard. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is someone you need to listen to. It's like it's a strong voice. It's a feminine voice, but it's also strong going mm-hmm. to it. And people get intimidated. And then her lyrical outreach on on the music is like it's not like local rapper she is a local rapper but it's not like local rapper material if you really pay attention to the bars metaphors and stuff it's like she's ready for this industry like and she's probably been ready but you know what I mean they get they get intimidated you gotta know who's really in your corner and sometimes people pretend to be in your corner just to get to where they need to be yeah, and I mean, if you know how to hustle that the right way, then so be it. But if you if you don't be just hopefully the whoever is the one getting played is able to stop that person in their corner. Exactly. Careful mm-hmm. these people. people get and then and like almost like when people are um they looking up to certain artists, but then when they're almost getting there, they're like, oh, I don't look up to nobody. Oh, I don't. I don't, I ain't trying to be like no one. All right. And I don't think anyone's really trying to be like anyone because you got to be the best you. you exactly. Know? You can't be the best if you're not the best you because you're just going to become second. Mm-hmm. You're just going to become second to Lil' Kim? No. Or Nicki Minaj? No, you're going to be the best you. But at the same time, don't forget you probably did look up to certain artists and was like, yo, they nice. At, at some point, you was like, yeah, I need to I need to get to where this person needs, is at. Mm-hmm. Or what. I mean, and I'm hopefully Lady will be one of them artists that others will look at. at the so right now, at the time, they just kind of feel like they're a little skeptical on it. Because mm-hmm. some people don't want to, they don't want to really follow or or pay attention to someone that you know that they don't think is it. You gotta kind of be what's trending before for them to want to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, but that's yeah. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's how it be. Yeah, and once you do, yeah, I've seen a couple. I've seen people like that, like say, like, "Oh, I look up to this person," but then they low key like, "Oh, I gotta be just like them." But see, that's where you get. That's where you. Yeah, get you stuff. can't try to be somebody else. Be yourself. Don't take mm-hmm. nobody else's life. Live your own. Mhm. Yeah, that's where it get messed up. It's like you coming in this industry, you bring in a certain type of flow, and when you're trying to be like the next person, then that's kind of like where your relatability just falls off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what certain people don't get. There was, um, I don't know if you know about this guy. Um, his name is YK Osiris. He's, uh, he's an artist. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he, did uh, that, he just did that live video. Mm-hmm. Talking about the industry. Yeah, talking about the industry, and he compared himself to Jacquees. <laughs> I didn't see that video, and he, I don't know how he compared himself to Jacquees. He was basically saying that he is the king of R&B, and how he's like, oh, I, I don't have anything against I mean, that's his own opinion, you know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. oh, is entitled to their own opinion. Everybody want to be the king of R&B, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way he was, but the way that this guy was doing it, it was way too much. Like he was just, he was being disrespectful with it. Like yeah, one minute he was like saying, "Oh, I respect Jacquees and all this," and then he's making fun of him, 
it's like you need to pick a way of delivery because you doing all of this it really sounds like you did like you dissing and that's the way it came out and then he's a big artist yeah, well, no, YK Cyrus, he, I mean, he's he's getting up there, you know what I mean? It probably mm-hmm. was, and um, yeah, he that's what I was about time. to say. He probably's just doing that just to get attention, just to get some clout, you know? Yeah, yeah. when people Beef start list, looking at you and about what you're saying about what Jacquees, they're gonna go get get in tune with your music so they can make a comparison for themselves. That's oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a smart tactical. <laughs> <laughs> But oh my goodness! But everybody, you sound like this person. Oh, you sound like this person. I'd be like, no, bro, I sound like me. Exactly. Right? I sound like Lady NYC. That's what I sound like. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. If you just answer, I think you just answered my next question. Have you ever been compared to anybody else? Yeah, I've been compared to several different things. The funniest mm-hmm. one. Lately, there was there was one funniest one lately. Megan the Stallion and City Girls. What? That, nothing that's like nothing. That. Yeah. yeah, that was like a whole fucking joke. Like homeboy was, I don't know what the fuck he thought he was gonna score some capping. points or something. I don't know. He was capping. I don't know. Okay. But, nah. 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 I've been. I've been told. Nah. Who would who do you think who would you say that I sound I sound like or mm. in my opinion, well being a hip hop head, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Angie Martinez. You kind of sound like her to me. Oh wow, that's the first. I never heard that. I know exactly who she is. Mm-hmm. I've listened to her too when I was growing up. But mm-hmm. um no, I get compared to Kim a lot. I get pit compared to Cardi. I get paired to um Nicki Minaj, you know what I mean? So it's like I can hear the um the Lil' Kim part because I ain't gonna hold you. Right before I got back in the game, I was listening to Lil' Kim heavy, heavy. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj. So like it's like I was just like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm, they able to say crazy shit out they fucking mouth. I'm saying crazy shit out my motherfucking mouth. And if niggas don't like, oh, well, suck my dick. <laughs> That's how I felt at that point. And I just started doing my music. And everything is history from there. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, you sound like Megan Thee Stallion. I was like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. What the hell? No diss to... Uh, like, you didn't even listen to no my music. Diss, I'm not even talking to you no more. No sneak diss to Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no sneak diss to Megan Thee Stallion, but I, I feel Megan like I don't is, sound like her. Nah. He is. Nah, no, no. I To me. No. To me and a couple of my dudes, Megan Thee Stallion and is not gonna touch Lady lyrically. Like, she's not. Mm-hmm. I mean... She's good, lyrically good herself, and all power to what she do and stuff. But like, literally, like, well, at one point, I guess because I'm older, we look at rap like, oh, back then it's like, who's really good at rap? Like, really nice. Like, we looked at Biggie Smalls. Oh, he's nice. Do you you do you hear what he say? Do you hear his wordplay? Tupac, he's nice at what he do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Nicki Min- Lil' Kim was it until Nicki Minaj. Sorry to say, but, you know, as far as lyrically coming to the into the game, you know what I mean? For a new school member, N- Nicki Minaj was kind of overpowered with being lyrical. And that's what I mean. Like, Megan Thee Stallion ain't going to see no lady. I'm sorry. Anyone that's listening to this, if you literally go through ladies' playlists, she's not the same as and Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion talks about a lot of good stuff, entertaining stuff. I guess that's what really gets her out there and the people going. But I wouldn't say that she reminds her of that. Lady raps harder than Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. Right? Am I am I wrong? Like no. I, I, rap- I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I that, I just repeated the same thing I said. She raps harder. Yes. And whoever, whoever the person that said that you sound like Megan Thee Stallion, like, uh, what? Uh, I, I was, yeah, like, where did you, what was you hearing? What, what did you hear? I want to know. I want to hear what you heard. I think he was tapping. He didn't hear my music. Exactly. He just probably saying like he just assumed that I sound like the new modern day people that's already out in the mainstream light. Yeah. No, I don't. Mm. Most people when they look at a lady, they wouldn't expect the little the way she the rapped. way I rap. Exactly. I just said that to her. The yeah. flipping of the tongue, the wordplay, the um not how do you say it when um my metaphors, my wordplay. No, it's something how when, I, um and quote, tongue like, twisters, like the tongue twisters. She say like it's not easy, like that's like real skill, mm-hmm. real skill. Megan Thee Stallion is not a mumble rapper, but she's, I feel like she's kind of more of a, um, a now generation rapper. Let me just say that. Okay. Where where you don't have to be that lyrical, to be it anymore. You could just say a couple catchy things and boom. You got and yourself a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got yourself a good one. Mm-hmm. A storyteller. You know what I mean? A good mm-hmm. storyteller too. I think that's what makes a good artist. It does. It does make a good artist. Though they don't really tell much stories anymore in their music, if y'all pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, ooh, that is, that is something that you want to bring back to the table, lady? Yes. I, I have a lot of, I have a couple story raps that I'm about to release, and I definitely want to bring that back into the rap game because... I mean, you got a lot of people going out there. You'd be surprised what somebody going through that when you touch on it, they feel like even though they feel like they don't have anybody to talk to, somebody out there knows how they feel inside and and how they about what they going through. Otherwise, they would not have made that song that made that person feel like, you know what? I'm not the only person going through what I'm going through because how would he know exactly what I'm going through? You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like when you say something about some, whether it be a personal experience for you or some, something you watch somebody else go through, if you turn that into a story rap and you release it, you'd be surprised the feedback you get from it and how many people can relate to the it. The crazy thing is that's not the songs that's winning now. It's not, but... Just like the Davies you album. Bring that shit back. The Davies album, you know what I mean? Look at mm-hmm. Davies right now. You know what right. I mean? His songs ain't do what it was supposed to do. Some people like us and our age think that that album was phenomenal, but then it's the younger crowd that probably kept his album from selling. The ones that don't want to hear all the storytelling. They don't want to hear, oh, 17 again and, oh, before I went to school. They don't want to hear those songs. Like, they don't want to listen to something. The kids want to be grown-ups. But they don't even have no <laughs> guidance or nothing to fucking do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your jiggly butt song. Yeah, I made a hook. She got a hook called... Now, right. I'm going to say the it, hook. Because I made the hook up because somebody smacked my butt. And I was, it was like, oh, your butt's so jiggly. I was like, well... Cause a fuck a jiggly puff, I got a jiggly butt. Fuck a jiggly puff, I got a jiggly butt. Jiggle, 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 jiggly butt. Jiggle, 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 jiggly butt. You know what I mean? But that was just a joke, me clowning around. But I bet you, if I release that, it's gonna get so much crazy. That's the one that's gonna. More than all, and that's not a typical even Lady NYC song. Typical Lady NYC is yeah, straight gutter. I'm getting this money, this and I'm on my gutter shit. But let's put something that out that just it's um what is it repetitive mm-hmm. like over and over. Yeah, and over. that's what they want to hear the same catchy. words over and over and over. Now again. that's the thing, and you got a nice beat to it, and everybody's just shaking their butt the whole time, and just like oh that song is mad fire. I get to shake my butt on beat to all that. You know what I mean? That's that's basically what they it don't is. want powerful messages in songs anymore. <laughs> See, that was the problem from back in the days and why certain artists, 
were taken out. Some way or not, we're not going to get into the whole Illuminati thing, but a lot of artists were, that were powerful and had messages in their song so where people are can really relate no to are not here no more. Oh, it's yeah. fashion. Whether they're in jail or whether they're on hard drugs now or they've been killed off. You know what I mean? Look, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. We're not even the fans of his, but we, we're hearing from all types of fans of that he do have, including, you know, our own kids. Oh, he was saying this and he he was, you know, this and depression and he was rapping about depression and all that. And there was just like messages like Tupac had and Dear Mama and all that. You know and what I mean? They took him out. You can tell that if you pay attention to everything with that has to do with this music industry, anyone that has powerful messages, they're they're ones that they're not really wanting to give the credit to because if they get too much credit, too much power, they know that they can run the people a certain direction. When they want the people to just really be stuck on, yes, take more drugs, let's go sell more of our body, and do certain other things. You dig know what I'm saying? Then listen to that powerful message of where we're coming from in the gutter and how it can we can we be helped. Yeah. From striving from that. You know what I mean? You can yes. tell rhythm mm-hmm. what's that? It's rhythm and flow, rhythm right? And flow and when Cardi yeah. B and I was judging the um judging the contestants, it was like Yeah, how did was... y'all contradict hip hop when you said, Oh well, I sense a lot of darkness in your music. You just kept saying this, that, and the third, and you kept saying murder, murder, murder in one part and stuff. And I just sensed a lot of violence. And uh, where did this music, hip-hop music, come from in the beginning? Snoop Dogg, you was one of the judges, and your most number one hit song, one of them, is Murder Was The Case That They Gave Me. Mm. And Cardi B, you're talking about I sense a lot of negativity in your music. You know me, ah, ah, and it's like, what? You just made the you just made um Tatiana remix with with Blueface. Mm-hmm. So what is you really? What kind of positivity are you really selling in your music? Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and that, that that whole shit is just retarded. <laughs> a lot of I think certain people make certain songs and it contradicts what they say. Yeah, it, it does. You can't judge somebody else for wanting to. That's basically doing the same thing you're doing. It's like it makes it to me. It makes them sound like a hater. Like you don't want to see that person succeed. You want to be the person that keeps saying that type of shit, not them. Mm. Right. Woo, mm. mm. man, we got man. That was <laughs> that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> Y'all are answering all my questions. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That, uh, now, I've heard of Rhythm and... Um, was it Rhythm and Flow? Yeah, that's the new rap um thing that they have on Netflix with Cardi B, Snoop Dogg, and a couple other people that's judges. Mm. Now, I've heard of it. And judging by... like This is something that I need to watch because it does sound good. But what your husband just said about the contradictory thing, yeah, it 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 is. It can be contra- it can be contradicting. Now I can't I can't lie. I did listen to Tatiana, even though I I'm just like, why they got? But it's like, why it gotta be Tatiana? Why can't it be like Tatiana? Yeah, like, like I mean, down, Tatiana. To drop that on my mixtape too. I'm gonna be dropping a mix um a mixtape come January 2020. I'm dropping a mixtape. I got, album. Right I, got, I, album. I got a track that I made on that Tatiana B, but it's called Wifeyana. Oh, nice. Oh, you you um, it around. That come um January. I'm dropping a whole mixtape. So January 2020. Dropping the thought box one. And I'm doing a thought box one too. But that's oh, I'm nice. drop that on um on soon, pretty soon. But it's also going to be on the um mixtape. So, oh, I can't wait for this. Yes. January, y'all, you better be on the lookout for it. 
Ooh, yes, make sure I cross that, stream that, and show support. I definitely appreciate all the love and support. No problem. No problem. Okay, next question. How do you maintain a balance as an artist, a mother, and as a woman in today's society? And hubby, you can jump in on this too. <laughs> well, I just go with the flow with everything. You know, I mean, my my life is hectic because I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. I do go to work. And then there's other stuff that I be trying to do, like my music and stuff. So it's like I got a lot on my plate. And, and never everything is just evened out you know what I mean by mm -hmm. the skin of my teeth it's even out but I just go take everything as a as going with the flow because if I don't then everything's out of whack and then I'm only human and no matter if I'm working or at my regular job or if I'm doing music I'm always going to be a mom first and sometimes things can feel a little overbearing but you remain humble and have faith and everything else will fall into place Mm. I like that answer. I like that answer yeah. a lot. Um, how do your kids feel about you um being a rapper? They they like it. They run around telling everybody I'm a rapper. My mom does music, my mom does this, my mom does that. Like my daughter's she's 13, my oldest daughter. My nine-year-old daughter, she loves it. She she be trying to write her own little thing. But my oldest, her, all her friends, listen, listen, they listen to my music. They um always ask them when's the next one dropping. Oh, did your mom drop a new track? I want to hear a new track. I don't want to hear a new song. And I'm like, yo, you just got to make sure you don't say the curse words or don't say this or don't say that. I want your mom coming at me crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> they, they, they love it. Awesome. And what's it like working with your husband? That's, that is a challenge because he is very, I want to say, like, if you, like, let's say I hear a certain sound in my ear, right? Mm -hmm. And I would give him my, my feedback on what I'm listening to in my head. And he'll be like, oh, you should do it this way and do this. And I'll be like, all right, that'll sound dope. I'll get in the booth and it's like, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm saying it the correct way. I feel like this is all right. And he'd be like, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And I'll be like, I think that was a good take. Like, I think that was, a, no, you're going to do it again. You're going to do it. Like, he brings out the best of me. And that's why I love him so much. <laughs> but he's, he's. He's strict with certain things, and he's also fun to work with because he's a funny, creative guy, just like me. Oh, okay. You know, okay, so we got a good dynamic he there. He's in the second he, half. Mm-hmm. And he be cracking the whip, but he also makes sure that y'all get it done and you most of all yeah. have fun. Good. Yeah. Because I know sometimes <laughs> working with a significant that's, other that's can be really hard. That's literally my Gemini twin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. all right we got a, we got a couple more questions what do you want everybody to know about you lady nyc i want them to know that i am just a regular person trying to make it in the industry um I love music to the point where I could rap about anything. You can hear the the way I sound in my music. All my music doesn't, to me, in my opinion, it don't all sound the same. Um, I don't say repetitive stuff. I speak lyrical stuff. And um, I'm just trying to make it up in the game and be one of the greatest. Mm. You definitely one of the greatest. I see great things in your future with what you got going on. Is there other things that you want to pursue within the hip hop industry and other other places? Yeah, I mean, I would love to make movies. You know what I mean? I've always, I'm telling you, I, this music and stuff been in me since I was younger. And we used to write, like when I was in um, junior high school, me and one of these girls I used to went to school with, um, she used to write stories with me. Like we used to write whole stories and stuff. We used to write music, like songs. We would do songs about, like, on song, on back in the day songs, just off of other people's songs. You know what I mean? Like, listen yeah. to the song, your own little version. And um, 
it's just like it's just fun. Like I want to do other stuff like movies, um, have my own label, have my own artists. I want to just make sure my kids' future is secure. And I want to do real estate too, because I want to own a couple properties, and I also want to help other people property. own properties. And I already, what? I already, I already own a house. So me getting into the industry, having a house, is not something like enticing. Like somebody else, like me, if if you put me and another artist who doesn't have their house yet or never had a house right now. They will be like, oh, when I get in the industry, I can't wait because I'm going to get a house. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I already had that. And I, I've worked hard for it. You know what I mean? So I, I know how it is to maintain and keep a property and all that stuff. So um, just me getting in the industry is just going to be a plus to what my goals and my visions is. Mm. Wow. And these were stones since I was younger. And as I grew up, everything that I vision, I've received. Everything I set my mind to, I achieved. And you hungry. That's and a big I'm one. You hungry. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and you stay hungry, sis, because you got the drive and you got the passion. I can definitely see you doing that. Hey, when you do get the real estate, put it a good word for me, please, because I'll be look- I'm probably going to be You know I got you, girl. <laughs> I definitely will. Mm-hmm. Well, it was great to have you on. I'm so glad we were able to chat and to hear all about your accomplishments. Thank you. Thank you for having music and your insight. Thank you. I definitely appreciate you. And I'm happy to be here. And thank you for having me on your show. No problem. And And everybody tune into Lady NYC because I'm the best female on the come up. And I got a mixtape drop into on January 2020. Definitely check that out and check out her songs. Get merch and shout outs to K Goddess, shout outs to um M Dollar, shout outs to um Tiff Hollywood, shout outs to Molly Brazy, you know what I mean? Cash Doll, everybody that's out there doing their things. Make some room, make some room for me. The major names that we shouted out, like you know, Molly Brazy, K Goddess. Know who you are, and then a little bit more major like Cash Doll and and Dream Doll and all that. You're gonna have to make some room because ladies definitely coming in for the titles for a couple years. Yeah, you know what I mean? yes, she is. She's definitely starving, and she's she's ready. She's willing to do this. And I'm coming with the say. throne already attached to my ass. I mean, um. That she make the we don't know who's making these top five or top ten independent independent artists artists lists, but whoever's making them stop looking listen because Lady NYC definitely need to be in it. She yes, definitely sir. needs to, exactly. and if you don't know now, you know. Mm-hmm. And you got the support system. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been the Chronicles of She with Lady NYC. And like you said, she coming with the throne attached to her ass. So y'all better get <laughs> ready. Yes. Mm. Peace Thank out, y'all. Thank you for having me. Later. <laughs>